Uh, huh? What? Wake up. I'm Drew, here with my little sister, Ashley, and best friend, Derek. And we just got back from January 26th, 1990. The past. Ashley, what were we doing there? Well, each week we travel back in time to the best year ever. 1990. To watch whatever movie just hit theaters. And maybe try out some free brain surgery. So I found this flyer offering one free experimental brain procedure. And Ashley and I were kind of like, that's funny. And Derek's like, gimme. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember. Okay. Interesting. Um, I was going to ask you if you were experiencing experiencing any side effects. I mean... I don't know what you're talking about. How'd you like the movie? What do you mean? <laughs> the movie we all watched together in theaters? The rollerblades back to the future was great, but what do you, mm. you know? Okay. Oh no. So, all right. Maybe if anything comes back to you, feel free to chime in during the episode. If not, feel free to um just recover. Uh enough of that. Oh no. <laughs> I'm confused. We'll, we'll get you checked out later. Uh, let's find out what we saw. Because you're not dead. Until you're brain dead. That actually, that little tagline actually explained the movie, but we'll get into that. That's pretty good. Um, So if you may or you may or may not have guessed, we watched Brain Dead, which is two words, not to be confused with Peter Jackson's Brain Dead, which is one word. So, (laughs) you know, a little confusing. Um, This Brain Dead stars Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. It's rated R, probably for a bit of nudity and brain gore. That's right. The poster is about as well thought out as the movie itself. It's got giant type brain dead. And underneath that, it does have a pretty memorable image with the, the, someone's face skin stretched across like a, an oval shaped um, metal holder. So this is a key scene or a memorable image from the movie. There's no other text or... Uh, actors listed on the poster or anything like that so they're really just relying on one of the uh, most memorable uh, images Ashley Uh, aside from that can you explain (laughs) this movie in 15 seconds or less I cannot but I will explain it and then I'll run over and then I'll keep explaining it excellent all right Derek you ready yep Okay. A neurosurgeon played by Bill Pullman discovers a way to remove trauma from patients and the Eunice Corporation wants to capitalize on it. Pullman begins to fall to paranoia and the audience is constantly in a state of, is this real or is it merely a dream or or is all of it a lie? You seriously. (laughs) I thought it wouldn't be. Oh, that's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon for Derek. (laughs) Ouch. Good job, Ashley. 
Thank you. Thanks. This is a tough movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's there's like 25 layers of dreams within a dream, within a fantasy, within a like um, recreation of past trauma, within an, like a surgical fantasy. It's it's there's a lot of layers. Um, yeah. It's complicated and maybe it adds up to something we'll discuss <laughs> did you have a backstory with this movie had you heard of it had you seen it anything no nothing at all same here um it's uh <laughs> it's pretty interesting one of the reasons we do this week-to-week format and force ourselves to see a movie that's recently or just come out in theaters following the calendar is be so that we're not just playing the hits so to speak we are <laughs> seeing a full uh, palette of what the cinema has to offer, which is going to include, you know, awesome main courses like Tremors, and it's going to include some um, failed. I'm going to stop dishes. the food. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to stop the food metaphor here, but yeah, it's going to have some duds, um, some whoppers. Um, unfortunately, Derek had been the only one of us that had a backstory with this movie, but I'm not sure if he can recall any of it at this point um i really don't remember sorry dang well oh, wow all right <laughs> <laughs> we will um you know no matter how late in the year it gets we'll return to this to get Derek's juicy backstory as soon as it comes back to him ashley um why don't we run through the characters and play a quick round of choose your character <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so in this segment, we go through the characters of the movie and then uh, put them in an arcade type scenario and have them duel it out, I suppose. So in this, uh, in this one, we have the leads, which are Bill Pullman as Rex Martin, Bill Paxton as Jim Reston, which is already confusing. Uh, Bud Court from Harold and Maude as Jack, a man in a bloody white suit. And then the secondary characters are Dana and Vance. Yeah. Um, obviously, Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton are the big, the big name draws here. And are you a a, a big Harold and Maude fan, Ashley? Um, not as big as you are. I've only seen it once. Yeah, with you, I think it's a really <laughs> um, emotional and and impactful movie. It's like one of those movies. Um, I might have watched it in film class around the time when I saw The Graduate for the first time, and it does like live up to its reputation but it's not a movie that i've kept re-watching um it is jarring though to see uh how bud court has aged <laughs> from yeah. like the the innocent uh floppy haired teen uh, or you know 20 something to this um <laughs> uh raggedy looking adult but um he's going through some stuff ashley which of these um uh, bills or buds or you can use their character names or gems or jacks or mans um are you being drawn to for your character uh, um this is tough uh, this might be the first time where i pick none of them no not an option okay i will pick uh this is oh i will pick uh bill pullman's business partner i guess i'll pick jim reston the other bill bill paxton 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll. <laughs> That's pay the him. only name that I recognize. Yeah, Bill uh, Pullman. <laughs> I'm start. I'm start. Things are starting to come back to me. Okay. Do you recognize a man in a bloody white suit? I mean, in everyday life, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's that's scary. Yeah. yeah, that's um, terrifying. <laughs> okay, so you're going with Bill Paxton. He's he's sort of the evil. Well, every we'll just see. take everything we say with a grain of salt because the movie constantly undermines everything it shows you two seconds after it shows you. But mm-hmm. for 99 percent of the movie, Bill Paxton is a bad guy, and then at the end, not sure. Damn. Um, He's a bad guy. That sucks. He's, well, he's like the greedy. I like that guy. He plays character. some some evil roles, I guess. Okay. Yeah, he's good. He's good at it. Bill Pullman is. I'm gonna go with. Hmm, is Dana his wife? Wife. Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> yeah, she's not great. Um, well, she's not she bad. She's him. just kind of kind of un um aware but like that's not her fault um yeah i'll go with i'll go with the other bill just so we can have a um bill on bill, bill, bill. showdown um so i'm rex and you're jim and we're certainly not gonna mix those names up constantly <laughs> um and also rex is the reveal of his name later in the movie yeah um, <laughs> who's halsey um halsey is Bud oh, Court. that's Bud Court. Yeah. Yeah. So I just put Jack here, but yeah, Halsey's Jack the name Halsey. that they they repeat a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek, do you want to be a character? Yeah, Jack Halsey. I just heard it. It reminded me of something. Oh, the crazy okay. <laughs> brain surgery makes sense. Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> you walked right into that one. Uh, <laughs> let's dive into our highlights from the movie. Cornerstone technology. Where our greatest creations meet our deepest fears. People are so anxious to change their faces. What about their personalities, their very souls? You are about to go beyond that limit. (laughs) (laughs) That knew you from Eunice. But even the greatest Mm. discoveries. You have a special brain, very special brain. Ooh, Uh, special brain, huh? Reminds, that reminds me of something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a, it's a new you. Coming back. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about experimental procedures done on humans this episode, aside from the one that uh, that we got for free. Ashley, describe this one. Okay. Um, so you peel away the frontal cortex. No, just kidding. I don't know the term. But <laughs> no, describe what they're trying no, to accomplish. I know. I know. Okay. I was just joking. It was a joke. Derek laughed. Oh, should we start over? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay. Okay. So it's basically basically the lobotomy procedure, but the scalp is like peeled away, and they use like a they use a prodding tool to go into the brain, and do like an electroshock therapy within the brain, and then they and then they go to a certain part of your brain that gets a gets away like your trauma or like erases your trauma like childhood trauma or anything that happened to you yeah and then you completely forget it when you come to yeah sounds familiar well what's what's especially um i hope this isn't too revealing but occasionally derek deals with bouts of paranoia um and the procedure in this case is designed like the trauma that they're trying to remove is the character's like crippling paranoia like mm-hmm. he's 
the this corporation has employed him to come up with some algorithm. He, they're trying to get him to remember the numbers, um, but he can't remember the numbers because he's constantly being chased uh, by this man in the bloody white suit. Um, he's paranoid that that somebody's out to get him. Um, so uh, you described it exactly right. Um, and the trauma that they're trying to get rid of with him is paranoia. And uh, immediately, once they've had like their two seconds removed from a quote successful surgery on the Halsey character, they're like, "Ooh, how can we apply this to? <laughs> how can we market this to everyone to make um, money?" Yeah, how can we, you know, do an attitude adjustment surgery and cure like all the, you know, all the people with uh, perceived uh, mental mental challenges? And that's where the the slogan "A New You" by Eunice <laughs> oh comes gosh. in. Intellectual so. property, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the procedure. Um, on the surface, not the worst thing, and you know, remains to be seen exactly how um, effective it is (laughs) because the whole movie just kind of uh, takes us on a a journey from, you know, did that surgery ever even really happen? But actually, maybe it would help us understand this movie if we understand where the story and the script came from in the first place. Sure. So in the late 1980s, Julie Corman got summer interns to go through several hundred old scripts. The best one they discovered was written by Charles Beaumont for Roger Corman in the 1960s. Um, and then the director, Adam Simon, linked it or liked it and updated it for modern times. So out of hundreds of scripts, they pick this one. Yeah. Let students yeah. decide your script. Out of yeah, hundreds. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roger Corman was like a very prolific sort of uh, indie filmmaker in the the seventies and and eighties and like so it's it's interesting that they were just gonna like what might sound like a good story on paper or at least the best story in a uh, stack of unused scripts. <laughs> it's all about the execution. I mean, this movie has so many parallels to other really cool movies like eternal sunshine um but the execution couldn't be further removed from something like artistic and and beautiful like that i mean what do you think ashley could this have been could this story have worked or was it just bad execution i think it could have worked if they're a little if they did less dream sequences and less like back and forth between reality and what's real and what's not real. And then it kind of comes together in the end. We'll talk about that later. I'm sure. But Mm -hmm. um, I think it could have worked because it kind of reminded me of like eternal sunshine, memento, a couple other movies. I was like, then those movies are incredible. Right. Like it could have been great. And the cast is really good. So it just wasn't a good movie. (laughs) Yeah. Like the dialogue wasn't memorable and the story was like, uh, a mediocre plot from a Twilight Zone episode, mm-hmm. but if you have like, dope, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if if you have a incredible artist um, like uh, Michelle Gondry who directed Eternal Sunshine, applying these awesome visuals and just like this this artistic flair to a story like this, the the themes are all uh, all there. It's just like. There, there were no, there was no real 
camera or cinematography that stood out at me was it, were there any there were a couple you know i mentioned the visual from the poster ashley were there any other uh, like visual touches that you liked from the movie i well this is gonna make you sound bad but i didn't mind like the one dream sequence where he went back to see his family that he maybe killed and they're all like sitting on the rocks and there's like blood mm -hmm. everywhere it actually looked kind of cool like by the ocean and then they were talking um his like dead family was talking to him but the voices were really from like the um operating room speaking through like his kids and stuff and i thought that was interesting right and visually cool looking but overall no it's i mean in this movie obviously came out before eternal sunshine so we can't give we can't say this ripped <laughs> ripped <laughs> it off um and i would doubt that it would that we could say the other way uh, it went the other way around but when they're isolating the specific traumas in their brain it's very similar to when they're trying to like track down the memories that they're trying to remove in eternal sunshine so in this movie um it is cool you're seeing them like try to hunt down the the paranoid like uh delusions that he's having and remove those and the coolest thing about the movie in my opinion so like i mentioned for about two seconds it seems like it worked um bill pullman's character i can't remember if that's mine or yours um that's yours that's mine um yep. he completes the procedure and everyone's you know like watching through one of those uh two-way mirrors uh, or is it a one-way mirror if you can see it's a one-way mirror because they can't see the other way yeah so pullman can see the what he's doing in the mirror is there and... such thing as a two-way mirror <laughs> <laughs> you just can't see <laughs> your reflection in either side <laughs> yeah good point I think it. I think it's coming back to you, Derek. Um, <laughs> I'm coming to. I'm starting to feel a little. What do you, bit what do you see when you look in a mirror? <laughs> Is it shocking? Uh, I can't see anything. Oh, and yeah. some people say that I'm a vampire because of that. But there I'm we not. go. Maybe that I, was the procedure. Ooh, nightmare. Um, but what's what's what I thought was the most effective like moment of. Uh, drama or legit horror in the movie was when um he first he finishes the procedure he sees um it's apparent that halsey is is like um remembering his past life he's no longer uh quote unquote crazy but bill pullman's character now he's seen like he looks in the corner of the the operating room and starts seeing the man in the the bloody white coat no so there's been what the movie calls an electro brain memory transfer syndrome um <laughs> has taken place yeah. actually explain explain what that is um it's when you have brain surgery and then all of your memories and traumas are transfixed into someone else like the surgeon performing it, like, the surgery it goes through the, the touch, like, needle yeah oh yeah. for sure yeah yeah <laughs> so he regardless should he should have mentally grounded him grounded himself or themselves yeah that was his fault yeah he should have worn gloves um <laughs> yeah <laughs> also a surgeon should have worn yeah, yeah. um so it's dumb obviously it's it's bad science uh, probably as far as as far as we know with limited medical expertise but the way it was executed in the movie you it quickly spirals from um, bill pullman maybe like having to deal with these visions to going out to dinner with his wife and the the kind of the like head of Eunice and your character Bill Paxton mm -hmm. and just like sitting down at the wrong table 
you know, getting drunk, but I don't think that's really the problem. He's just, just like all of a sudden mind. completely lost it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I thought that little like 15 minute segment or so was pretty effective. Uh, but then things start to spiral um, really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> this um, is starting to sound familiar. Oh, good. Ooh, jogging the memory. What's left of it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, too soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I it's there's a so that part was cool I thought it was cool when they were um explaining how the surgery was going to work by like showing the Bill uh, Bill Pullman is jabbing a brain with a little you know needle and uh in front of him and then uh separate from that the face is like twitching um the stretched out skin face is twitching so <laughs> That's how he learns what parts of the brain respond to the nose. Parts of the face. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. really help with trauma <laughs> Again, memories. But. Science. Um, the movie like shifts tones a lot. I mean, because it's mi- a mix of dream sequences and fantasies and Inception-level dreams within dreams and Shutter Island style, like, we don't know if this guy's just crazy or if he's part of some bigger conspiracy. How sure, before we kind of break down in expert fashion, the sequence of what happened in reality, Ashley, how how confident were you that he was being set up? Not confident. So you didn't, you genuinely didn't know like if he was crazy or if he was being like, tricked by the, the evil corporation well at the very beginning i mean you're supposed to think he's being tricked and then you're like oh wait maybe he's just losing it maybe he's just going crazy and then well we'll talk about it but yeah i mean it's it, what's that film uh where they prop his eyes open and clockwork wearing, orange yeah Clock, oh yeah yeah, yeah. it kind of reminds me of that yeah yeah this is supposed to have positive um results <laughs> and that was like more of a sadistic motivation um but definitely a um a procedure (laughs) (laughs) one of the most interesting provocative lines in the movie actually of course um related to your favorite imagery is the universe is a wet dream um which they say twice yeah (laughs) (laughs) what does that mean (laughs) uh you know it's the devil's playground i don't know (laughs) It's not even supposed to be sexual, right? I don't think so. Well, I think the second time they say it, you're supposed to realize that someone said it earlier that wasn't Bill Pullman, and then he sang it this time and it's like transferred that line to him. It's I think that's to, why they have it twice, but it's like supposed to be a little like Blade Runner like giveaway that it was all a it was all a dream. Like, yeah. They're yeah, supposed it's... to be tipping off the audience, but they've lost all goodwill and and reasonable (laughs) faith with the audience at this point so i just thought it was funny Um, yeah it's just a mess (laughs) but but there is all this water like um these this water motif running um dripping uh flowing through the movie Mm -hmm. and i don't know what's up with that either me neither (laughs) (laughs) the brains are like in water um when we fall from the um, hospital room into an ocean and Bill Pullman and Bud Court's characters are in the water. Um, Bud Court's like, this is my brain. 
because yeah, brains are floating. In. Oh shit! I think I just got it. Nice. Because the <laughs> brains are floating in the liquid. Uh, oh, there you go. Oh. Let's do it. Um, did you send out the Instagram poll, by the way? I did. Yep. Okay. So quick, your character, Bill Paxton versus my character, Bill Pullman. Of course, not in this movie because no one's seen it. But those two actors, head to head, who won? Paxton. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah. By a landslide. Uh, like 70, 70 percentile. Yeah. Around there. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we got some Pullman stands. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Pulling for Pullman. Um. Packing for Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about all the other movies that this parallels. The only thing we didn't mention, um, in relation to the electro brain memory transfer syndrome, is it more or less turned this into our favorite genre of the 80s and wonder woman and <laughs> just the 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 movie plot that nobody can seem to to get away from is the the body swap so bill pullman's character basically swaps brains with halsey is that right? really what happened okay let's then let's get into it so working backwards from the end ashley do you want to take the first step at this no Okay, so, I will. No. Um, the first SAR stab. Yeah, I'd say it's more of a it's more of a um, vibrating stab. Okay. Um, <laughs> less so than like a high twitch buzzy. Also, the Leatherface tie-in with the with the the cranial saw. Oh yeah, and the stretchy oh. skin mask. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all connected. Maybe we're in some kind of dream simulation uh okay i think everything hinges actually on the car accident so mm-hmm. about 20 minutes ish into the movie bill pullman is walking out of the where is he walking out of the the mental hospital no he's walking out of where he works okay he's walking out of the um Eunice headquarters carrying a brain that is marked um what's the name on the brain uh, rex martin no, it's not Martin. It's a different name. I texted it to you. No, I think, well, wait, I swear it is. Mm. Okay, well, that makes sense for the great reveal. We'll just go with it. Yeah, yeah. So the brain has a name on it. He gets confronted by a homeless person. And um, the homeless person's like, that's my brain. And then a car hits him. And the brain goes flying up in the air, crashes down. And... um. Next thing we know, Bill Pullman's, you know, at next thing we know, he's probably performing the procedure shortly after that. He's at home sleeping and he's like, I he's at home sleeping, dream. but this is, this is before he's done the, the procedure on Halsey, right? Yep. Okay. So that's early in the movie. Then uh, towards the very end, we see the accident again. And then we see um, what we are to believe immediately following that accident, Bill Pullman's character getting operated on. Because he's been unconscious, dun dun dun, the whole movie, and everything we've seen from the time that he got hit by the car to the time that he's being operated on, which is like the last five minutes of the movie, um, has been a dream or you know whatever you want to call it. Some of it's like them hunting through his memories during the procedure. Some of what we're seeing in the movie is what they're like trying to suss out of him, but basically you know 80% of the movie takes place while he's unconscious right yep this is starting to i'm starting to recall some good. of this oh nice yeah and and then the big reveal actually 
do you remember the very end reveal? No. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I'll just keep going. So yeah. the the end reveal is that he dies <laughs> during the surgery. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. His wife is watching on. Bill Paxton's watching on. And what we're, I think we're supposed to believe is the, rea- you know, is the movie's reality, him being unconscious and getting this, uh, getting brain surgery. His wife is, you know, still standing by his side. Nothing, nothing weird is going on with Bill Paxton's character. They're, they're hoping for him to be revived, but unfortunately they can't bring him back. And um, nobody seems too broken up about it because maybe there was, it was a slim chance that they could save him, but he dies on the operating table, cut to his brain on a shelf and him doing a voiceover that's like, now my life can begin or now the afterlife begins. Uh, And we're supposed to be kind of like happy that like the after all these brains that are on the shelf are still living a full, a fully formed like afterlife. Um, Maybe unless they get like knocked over (laughs) when they knocked over like there's 300, but that didn't happen. That was a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Exactly. So it made sense. It's just undermined everything you had seen. It was basically the, this was all a dream reveal, but everything within the dream was constantly being, you know, revealed to be a dream. Yep. <laughs> Again, Inception style and just in an annoying way. That's the mm-hmm. point of Inception. It wasn't the point of this was like, imagine if we can have a, a Twilight Zone style twist every every five seconds. Um, yeah. But the twist is the same every time. It was just it was a dream. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, so I don't know how we're supposed to feel about the characters by the end. I don't know what we're supposed to take away uh, thematically. Um, there's life after death. Oh, the brain. I guess it's just that the, the you brain know, lives on. Yeah, everything that we experience, uh, like Matrix style, we could just be brains in a jar um, or, you know, bodies in, in um, battery pods and having this fully fleshed out life um detached from our corporeal selves yeah there you go that should have been the tagline i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) we figured it out does that make you feel any better yeah yeah okay (laughs) that's good i still think that i have to look up the brain the jar the first because i don't think it was rex martin I'm looking it's, that up. But they make a they it might not be because in the just in the IMDB credits, he's listed as man in bloody suit, Ramsden, and oh wait, that's no, never mind. Um that's okay. the man in the bloody suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm sure it'd be easy enough to clear up, but they do make a point to show the name on the jar mm-hmm. um, at both points. So I assume it matches, but I wouldn't put it beyond this movie to <laughs> yeah let's screw that up Whew, okay um i think we need a break you ready oh yeah now let's take a quick break from our discussion of brain dead while we tune our dials to nr90 for new release radio this is where we give you a taste of what was happening this week back in 1990 starting with a hit tune Okay. 
The song you just heard was Seductions 2, To Make It Right, up four spots to number five on the Billboard Top 100 for the week of January 26th, 1990. Ashley, what's happening in news this week? Well, on January 21st, John McEnroe becomes the first ever player to be expelled from the Australian Open. <laughs> oh, you can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. That ball was on the line. Chalk flew up. It was clearly in. How can you possibly yeah. call that out? How many you can miss? <laughs> All right. Do you get a red? Do you get a red card in tennis? It's like, see ya. It's not. It's not really a thing. Well, as you as we learned from the news item, it's like not a thing they've ever thought they'd have to deal with. It's, yeah, it's a polite sport. <laughs> you see the chalk uh, come off that line? Yeah, come oh on. Gosh. If you've re- listened to the rest of that clip, like the ref gives a pretty um, like fair and and level-headed re- re- response to that, but McEnroe's just losing it, of course. Um, yeah, good for him. Um, what about the box office? Did this movie make the top five? Ooh. <laughs> not even close so ambitious <laughs> number one um driving miss daisy is back from the dead um it hasn't been on the on the list so far this year but i think they must be like putting it in a bunch of new theaters for um an awards push um so that's number one tom cruise is born on the fourth of july still at number two tango and cash um and then at number six not this movie, but Tremors. So yes, nice. Tremors is hanging in there. Nice. Um, it only dropped 18% from last week when we watched it. So go Tremors. As far as Braindead, um, technically it came out uh, the same week as Tremors. And it did not land in the top 20 or so last week, nor this week. So <laughs> was, it a, was it a wide release because of Pullman and Paxson? You think it'd be like... I don't think it was super wide and it was, was it would it go on some to... sort of indie film that just, you know, didn't get theater, um, you know, recognition. It got yeah. released, but it definitely didn't do well. Um, <laughs> oh, um no. much more of a, um, <laughs> cable, uh, it's heyday was probably on cable, um, for the, the, the few that discovered it that way with low expectations and kind of just like, you know, something that was that was randomly on on a sunday afternoon hmm. could do the I'm, trick under that it's context. coming back to me now yeah yeah that's probably how you saw it hmm. no i i think it was a dvd anyway i i don't remember much past that dvd what's that um digital <laughs> video device hmm. disc digital video derek i think is what ah yeah. derek video okay. derek yeah. <laughs> now for everyone's favorite segment on NR90, rank the blank. Pew pew pew. This is where I recap the latest episode of Cobra Kai that I've been watching. Now, this is where we- <laughs> I was like, sounds good. <laughs> I remember topic- Cobra Kai inspired by this week's movie and rank our personal favorites this week's topic experimental movie surgery i'd try side effects be damned ashley what are some honorable mentions before we get to our picks all right um remember going on a trip of a lifetime without leaving your home in total recall 
Who needs mm. consent to take over a more desirable body with the get out swap? Ooh. Um, Reanimator will bring you back to life and Flatliners will let you experience the rush. Make life a video game with a VR implant from existence, which I did mm. not finish even watching. I mean, you hated that Interesting. Movie. Hated it so much. Uh, replace one lost limb via body parts or cure paralysis by injecting monkey brains and monkey shines or the upgrade chip. Jeez, okay. Yeah. Merge with options. AI in the lawnmower man. Teleport all the way across the room in the fly. <laughs> Worst. <laughs> and like a bunch of oh. superhero things. <laughs> yeah. So those are some broad level categories. We didn't pick any of those um, examples. Of course not. Yeah. We're classy. Um, we, we, we know what's best. Yeah. So we are going to give a quick setup of how we are going to determine our rankings. Um, as always, this is subjective. So we need a few ground rules in place. Okay. Actually, I was thinking, um, you know, is the surgery something you need? Like, do you have a reason to want the desired outcome would be <laughs> uh, probably okay. something that, that would benefit you. And then how scary are the side effects? So Derek saw free experimental brain surgery on a flyer and jumped at what? the chance. Yeah. Okay, really? Brain surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they didn't list any side effects. Um, I don't know if they told him any, um, but clearly he's fine. Ish. Um, <laughs> he, yeah <laughs> so Uh-oh. do you do you have any um other ground rules to add ashley or does that sound like good I think criteria those two are good yeah i think that makes sense okay um so necessity I agree. and side effects <laughs> yeah derek <laughs> um, we've got the selective lobotomy of lobotomy lobotomy lobotomy, lobotomy. 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 I think we're, it must be glitching. So selective lobotomy from brain dead, where in this case, it's removing paranoia. We've Please, described that. Ashley, what is your choice? Uh, my choice. Okay, Derek, is um, eternal sunshine, spotless mind. And they remove really traumatic events from past relationships or remove the entire relationship in the person. And you don't remember them at all. Ouch. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm Howard Mirziak, founder and president of Lacuna Incorporated. Why remember a destructive love affair? Here at Lacuna, we have perfected a safe, effective technique for the focused erasure of troubling memories. In a matter of hours, our patented non-surgical procedure will rid you of painful memories and allow you a new and lasting peace of mind you've never imagined possible. Doesn't that sound wonderful? That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Non-surgical, wrong? which is nice. That has a leg up mm-hmm. over brain dead. Um, yeah. A little less invasive. Um, you get uh, Kirsten Dunst dancing around in her underwear while doing the procedure. So um, bonus Win. points for that. And um, it's <laughs> it has a better infomercial. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> a new you by Eunice is catchy, but that commercial was quite alluring mm-hmm. for me um i'm going in a little bit of a different direction imagine you've just been blown to bits by red from that 70s show and all of his henchmen and you know one arm <laughs> is hanging by a few tendons and the, your head has been exploded and you're basically left for dead um but the 
corporation that is in close um, business relationship with the police force decides to try an experimental procedure where they keep some of your brain, but pretty much replace everything else with a robotic uh, body. Here's me waking up from that procedure briefly. He's on. What's the story? We were able to save the left arm. What? I thought we agreed on total body prosthesis. Now lose the arm, okay? Jesus. <laughs> can, can, can you understand what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. We're going to blank his memory anyway. Well, I think we should lose the arm. What, what do you think, Johnson? Well, he signed the release forms when he joined the force. He's legally dead. We can do pretty much what we want to. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Lose the arm. Lose the arm. Um, that, of course, is RoboCop. Best action movie of all time. Most badass cop of all time. Um, Side effects, minimal. Um, You got this cool visual overlay. You get augmented reality decades before it's mainstream. Um, And you sound cool when you walk. So, Derek, (laughs) pop that. This is Jax from Mortal Kombat X. Well, and Mortal Kombat 2. Two years after he was enslaved by Quinn Chi, Raiden, and Sonya, they managed to resurrect him. Hmm. Uh, I could be getting that wrong. Sorry, Mortal Kombat fans. Pathetic and weak. Clearly, Raiden has molded you in his image. (laughs) That's that's all you get. (laughs) So you get two bionic arms. I get an entire bionic body. Um, And I lose a terrible relationship. But that means you get to retain more of your original physique. Um, In Jax's case, that's a a good thing. Um, (laughs) Because he's jacked. Um, uh, It's it's all personal preference, you know, whether you want to have... What's One thing we could have distinguished with these choices is elective surgeries. Verse like like Eternal Sunshine versus Human Centipede, the ultimate example of a non-elective surgery. Um, but in this scenario, um, and so much as that we're ranking them, we are choosing to have this surgery. Um, Ashley, we always start with the movie, um, the brain dead selective lobotomy procedure, um, which does have. I will point out, you know, assuming it works. You could rid yourself of paranoia. You could rid yourself of some trait that you don't like about yourself. Um, so where would you, you have like that? a terrible scar? Yeah. Well, across your whole head. Bill Pullman's wig at the end is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and then he pulls it off and rips his skin off his head. His whole so. skin off. That's yeah. That's the grossest part. Yeah. Um, I out of these four, I would put that at the bottom. You'd put it. You'd rather have your arms replaced with bionic yes. arms. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm I'm not going to argue. Uh, the problem with brain dead is that it's not as near. I would never choose that over Eternal Sunshine. So I'm fine. Um, those two are kind of uh, paired up, and then mm-hmm. Derek's and I are paired up. So what do you think between uh, a RoboCop and Jax? Does Jax still have a, all of his brain? Mm-hmm. Like he's completely the same. It's just his arms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm actually going to choose probably choose Jax or RoboCop. Yeah. It depends how dead you are. Yeah. I mean, that's Inside? very true. I mean, it depends on the person. If yeah. it was me with Robo arms, I mean, you would, 
I don't know. Anyway. But yeah. If you're left for dead, then obviously you want to be RoboCop because you <laughs> right. don't have any remaining body parts to like. But That's if you fair. just have, need two awesome arms, then. Yeah, I guess we can't fully account for the the circumstances of how we're found. So, yeah, if we're taking our current conditions and we're forced to either um, you know, like sit on a grenade and become RoboCop or just chop off two of our arms and become Jax, I guess RoboCop. I would choose Jax. Yeah, I would choose RoboCop. <laughs> oh, you would? Yeah, because they could bring him back more so than two arms. Well, yeah, like they bring his organs back, and but yeah. they wipe his brain, and then of course, you know, slowly the memories seep back in. Sound familiar? Um, what? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh. um, okay. So, Ashley, where where does that leave us? Eternal sunshine at the top. Yeah. I mean, nice, it's non-invasive. Ashley, you won with Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Derek, great. not bitter at all. Yeah, I sent some it's bitterness. my favorite movie. How could you steal that from me? Anyway, that's all good. You can choose Maybe... Human Centipede. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a toss-up. <laughs> um, Maybe you can have, um, you can, we can find another coupon and you can get the, the bitterness um, part of your brain removed. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> another coupon? This is convenient. A coupon? A coupon? Um, so, are we thinking <laughs> Eternal Sunshine, Jack's RoboCop, Brain Dead? I mean, I want. I think RoboCop should be second. It's just cooler. I do too. I'm it's okay just more that. than Jack's. Okay, so yeah. Sunshine, RoboCop, Jack's, and then and then Brain Dead. And then I get another coupon. Yeah. yeah. And, then Derek, and then and then DV Derek. Um, he's he's a bionic, um, laser activated disc so you shove him into a, a dvd player and a projection comes out derek video derek on the move yeah. you all been waiting for it don't get worry. him it's coming out <laughs> get him while you can it's almost time to sign off on new release radio for this week and give our final thoughts on brain dead but before we do let's listen to a heartbreaking new track that debuted at number 71 on the billboard top 100 this week. Okay. Okay. Get on Get I'm down. That was I'm Get up. up Before the Night is Over by Tektronic. And I do not believe I meant to call that a heartbreaking track because. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, sounds that's pretty happy. <laughs> like the description for Just a Friend by Bismarck Key from last week. <laughs> Nevertheless, this is the second single off Tektronic's uh, hit Pump Up the Jam album, Pump It Up. Now, back to our feature presentation. Pump it up. <laughs> Ashley, how are the reviews for Brain Dead? Uh-oh. pretty bad <laughs> pretty pretty bad it's great no it's great that it got reviewed that's Super true it. it's yeah. true people watched it yep. um, and wrote about it so there's something um so this is the part of the show where i do two true reviews in a lie so two reviews by a critic and one by myself or three by myself one by derek's dad you never know what's going to happen Exciting. so i will read a few reviews to you guys and then you figure it out Okay, first review. Heck, I could sit through a movie a whole lot worse than this, 
All right, then this one, just to see a pair of my favorite actors banter back and forth. That's one. That's you. <laughs> Two. Oh, no. It's the Absolutely. kind of movie where you get up to pee and are afraid you'll miss something important and then come back and realize you didn't. Love it. That's Two. me. <laughs> yeah. Three. Only the two bills, Pullman and Paxton, keep this one from flatlining. Easy. Flatlining. Right. I say Ashley is the first one. And it's me for the second because I know I wrote it. Um. <laughs> this The second one is a critic. The third one is Ashley. And the first one I'm not sure about. First, Ashley, last two critics. I'm you guys wrong. are both wrong. I wrote the second one. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, Yay, well, that was that was that one nailed it. The first one, I just uh, a critic wrote heck. Yeah, there were I mean, only like six reviews. So, yeah. do you have the <laughs> critic's name that wrote the no, first and second or in third one? Okay, I do not. But I wrote the second one and tricked both you guys. Nice. Yeah, you win. Thanks. Yeah, I mean you. that was I definitely peed once during the movie and. <laughs> Uh, the, the problem with that review is maybe you did miss something. Maybe you missed Rex Martin's name on the jar. I did it. I saw that. And I typed, I texted you the name of it. So Maybe you missed um, McGruber, which I was watching last night where uh, Will Forte's character pees on Val Kilmer after he kills him. Yeah, I probably missed that because I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ashley? Let's do awards. Ask me if it won any. Did it win any? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did not win one award. It was I couldn't even find like any information on any awards or even like nominated for anything. So that makes sense. Um, did you come up with any awards yourself? I did. So I came up with a few awards. Um, they're usually they're alliterative, but this week I went a little different. Oh. So mm. it took me a little bit of time, but I think you'll appreciate it. <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued. It, might or, it may or not be a rap you've heard of before, but switched around a little bit. <clears throat> Pump yeah. up the brain. Like, Pump it up. I'm kind of nervous. It does start. It was all a dream. That sounds familiar. Okay. You oh. ready? Ooh, I'm like sweating. Okay. No, you're good. Come on. Okay. It was all a dream. I used to read Neuro Magazine, Pullman and Paxson up in the Eunice machine, dreaming murders in my head. Every day, Jim attacked Mr. Vance Halsey Hall. I let my brain probe till my brain popped. Map and brain trauma racing on private thought. Whoa. Biggie in the house. Welcome the late, <laughs> great, notorious Ashley. <laughs> Ashley OG. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Um, so yeah, that was my award, and that wasn't really an award. It was just a wrap I wanted to do. So, so yeah, good. You'll you, have to... you paid us to clap, so we're... It's I a... did not. Can you uh, <laughs> post that to our TikTok social? Yeah, for sure. I'll get yeah, right on cool. that. Um, well, you're going to have to uh, top yourself <laughs> from uh, every week on now. Good luck. No. Thanks. <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 90... How 90s is brain dead based on music, wardrobe, actors, and of course, 90s tropes. Eh, this movie was based on a script from what, the 60s? So yeah. not a lot of like 
obvious 90s tropes i didn't write down any there's like a lot of movie tropes like we said dream within a dream and and um things like that but it didn't feel specifically 90s to me ashley what about you no not at all (laughs) yeah pretty hard to i feel like these like uh rankings are getting pretty hard or ratings are pretty hard to do we're gonna no they are hard like we've said every time because we're in this um you know transitional time but we're gonna get to some movies later this year that are definitive 90s movies um so stay tuned for that um and right now our standings are just leatherface 60 out of 90 and trimmers 69 out of 90 yeah this has got to be in the 40s that's what i was thinking yeah yeah derek do you remember do you think what do you think well i don't know i feel like the way that the brain waves oscillate or oscillate are at a degree that i cannot even answer this question okay fair enough 43 43 out of 90 that feels good yeah Yeah. it wasn't very i mean it wasn't 90 very 90s so when you get this low in the scale, it's it it's sort really of matter. arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't it wasn't like set in a different time. I mean, it was set there were computers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like not clearly a movie from a different era. It just didn't have anything distinctly nineties. The music uh until we get to the end credit song <laughs> there yeah. wasn't really much um, we're so close <laughs> yeah we're getting we're, we're we're getting there i'm recovering after this end credit song i think i will finally recover oh there's From whatever happened it's, it's gonna sort happen of like, again yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like being hypnotized when we play the magic the magic song it's all gonna come back to you and if it doesn't then you signed a waiver or so. her, his brain will explode yeah <laughs> which waiver in eternal sunshine or in brain dead brain dead brain dead you signed the robocop waiver actually which <laughs> no I, oh, signed, no I signed the eternal sunshine waiver <laughs> uh, well it was in um it was on laser disc so. <laughs> what's our final recommendation watch or skip this <laughs> movie i'll skip it i'll oh, start sorry. no i'll start no you have yeah go for it derek um um skip no um is my answer oh um, oh um <laughs> got it okay this is the easiest one of all time yeah skip it is there any situation on which like if someone is just a super fan of of bill paxton you're doing like a career retrospective on like is there any context in which you could recommend this movie Mm, mini twilight zone version episode yeah i can't really think of one either but i don't, that's, know, what, I don't yeah. know what you just said <laughs> what, about, what about minus the zone and just twilight just twi- yeah, twi- yeah, watch, twilight yeah twilight watch twilight instead yeah maybe we should just randomly like do a uh either or <laughs> oh this. yeah this would be this would be. <laughs> what's more brain dead twilight or brain dead definitely brain dead Ooh brain dead okay um all right well there's zero um legacy to this it's good news there's no sequels there's no remakes and there's no reason for them um so we can move right on past that to 
what are we going to use to immortalize this movie in our new release gift shop? So what merch from this movie do you think we can move, Ashley? A brain stress ball. Where you <laughs> squeeze it and the brain pops out of the character? That's literally what I said last week. Oh, well, <laughs> how about how about Play-Doh that you can stretch, but it's a face? Right. Now we're talking. Yeah. We've already got a smelly leather face. Now we need a stretchy uh, Play-Doh face. And it's edible. You can eat it. How about that? <laughs> All of our... Well, yeah, maybe we went from a house uh, or a, a wax museum to a gift shop full of wax faces. I mean, full of like... Um, I mean, it's face. turning into <laughs> skin <just> faces, skin <laughs> yeah. wax. Well, maybe it's what a costume shop. Okay, Ooh, okay, it's a costume shop. Yeah, yeah, Let's, that sounds better. Uh, so far, I mean, we are always open to expansion, and when the um the right movie inspires us. But for now, we sell a lot of faces. Um, <laughs> 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 get your faces. Whew. Okay, well, I think we're done. We can put brain dead to sleep, right, Ashley? Forever. Well, always alive, I guess. Yeah. Oh, right. This is where this is where the podcast actually starts. This is the afterlife of Brain Dead. So oh, no. let's let's start from the top. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Next week we are going in a radically different direction. We are watching something that I've always wanted to watch but haven't seen. It's a little serious. It's very heartfelt, and it's Italian. Italian. Presenting Cinema Paradiso. The Academy Award winner for Best Foreign Film. Every night, the streets were empty. Because inside, lovers held hands. Oh, yeah. Children laughed. Aww. And the routine of everyday life was forgotten. Because here at the Cinema Paradiso, someone is making their dreams come true. this movie we've we've been waiting um a year or two for this to make its big debut in american cinemas um and next week it finally does how excited are y'all for cinema i'm really excited yeah it sounds good i am too i, I don't remember what happened yesterday but <laughs> what we just talked about is great yeah i'm looking forward to it i think he's losing more and more memory he needs another brain surgery we'll get right on that um i i think this will be a nice palate cleanser um we're gonna get you know back into some of the like hardcore 90s movies soon but this will be a little bit of a um a journey into the uh sweet side of cinema if you want to come along with us on that adventure subscribe to the podcast by searching new release best year Ever on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you get podcasts. That's a wrap. Where should we begin? He's got my brain. <laughs>